0: Welcome to another episode of The SemiCast. We're recording this one day late, but that doesn't mean we love you any less. My name's David Shack, and I'm here, as always, with Anthony Murphy. How are you?
1: I'm good. We had a, a big John Wick weekend.
0: Oh, really? You were shooting yeah. things, and or you, you were watching the films? You were... We were watching
1: the films. We hadn't... Um...
0: It wasn't John Wick. You were acting like John Wick. It was more of just experiencing
1: John Wick. Yeah. Ever since John Wick showed up in Payday 2, I have been... Curious about those films, or that film, and now those films, and uh, so we caught up uh, with the um, the first one on streaming on Friday night, and then on Saturday we went and saw the second one.
0: Oh, cool, because I actually looked for it the other week, and which streaming service is it on? It is on Stan. Okay, I have the Netflix, and it wasn't on the Netflix.
1: No. Welcome to um, platform exclusives.
0: Platform segregation.
1: Yep, platform exclusive, not just for consoles anymore. Yeah, all right.
0: Did you enjoy it? I mean, obviously you yeah, want to was see the good. second one.
1: I can see what they're trying to do, and it's not a perfect film, but um, I like the fact that because it's a stunt man directing it, is that all the fights are shot just with a steady cam, so that uh, it's not the camera's not jerking all over the place because he really wants you to see all the awesome things that he's getting everyone to do. So it's not the born Identity, no. You know, no, just like throw a camera into a box and shake it around. Camera work. Yeah, if you've got a guy that you're fighting and you have a shotgun. And you get him on the ground and you put the shotgun up against his chest and then you pull the trigger and nothing happens because the shotgun's empty. And then you just ram the barrel into his chest with your knee and reload (laughs) the shotgun while you're pinning him to the ground so you can shoot him. You want to be able to show people that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I really liked in, was it The Revenant, which was the Leonardo DiCaprio film. Um, Mm. I really liked the bear attack in that because it was, it felt like how a bear attack would be. Like the bear just standing on Leonardo DiCaprio's back. While it was just pinning him down, looking around, just taking his time, but also just being really brutal.
1: I have not seen The Revenant, nor have I ever been attacked by a bear, so.
0: Really? Well, look, there's two things you can do before next week, and then you can report Mm. back.
1: I will. Maybe see the movie first, so you know how to react. (laughs) Yes.
0: Or get attacked by a bear, and then while you're in the hospital, then you can watch the film and go, ah, that's where I went wrong.
1: If I make it to the hospital, bear attacks are pretty nasty. You could just bring a bear into a hospital and just say, look.
0: I'm just going to get attacked by this bear. Just wanted you all to be here, <laughs> just so I didn't have to go far.
1: Strap me down on this gurney and let this bear have its way with me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then it's going to attack me. Mm-hmm. Song probably right. going to have to get a Stan trial just to watch John Wick, but I, it sounds like it's
1: worth it. I thought for a second there that you said you're going to have to get a bear just so you can oh, yeah, you, can see, I, it, you know, see it attack someone.
0: Yeah, I could always just reenact The Revenant or I could watch John mm. Wick. I don't you know can. which one's going to be easier.
1: There are no bears in John Wick. No, it's an interesting group of films because they kind of set this. They it's almost like the first film. You're coming in three films from the start. Like there's already an established world. Yeah, and yeah. They're assassins, and they have this weird coin system that they use to pay each other with, and there's rules and everything. So all the backstory seems really, really sort of well thought out and rich and you're just sort of being given a glimpse into into it midway which is kind of an interesting way to do a movie
0: so they don't necessarily tell the whole origin story of how these guys got together no. it's just a group and this is how it works and you're just peeking in
1: yeah cool yep
0: that's it i like when they do that i think it shows a little bit of respect for
1: the viewer yeah yeah well definitely in in this case they throw you right in the middle of it and was john wick 2 the prequel or did it just keep on going just telling another uh, no, story it's from a the sequel. john wick universe Probably set a couple of days after, maybe a couple of months after the first one. Awesome. Yeah, they sort of kind of set up a bunch of rules for the world in the first movie. And then in the second movie, you get to see what happens when sort of people break them and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Keanu Reeves
0: seems like the actor who's gotten a whole bunch of really good roles. Just when you think, oh, no, that's got to be his best role. He just stumbles across another really good role and he just doesn't seem to get shitty roles. I mean, he probably has. Someone's going to write in and correct me. Yeah, like done, you know, Matrix, Bill and Ted's excellent adventure was his Mm. first great role.
1: Um, Yeah, I struggle with Keanu Reeves. He's a genuinely nice guy. Yeah, and but he doesn't sort of have a large range, and I'm just not sure if it's the roles he gets or the way he kind of acts. But yeah, I don't, I I don't mind him. It's just that sometimes when you're watching him, you're thinking that's Keanu Reeves. Is this just the way the character's
0: written, or...? They should do a film that's got Keanu Reeves and Jack Nicholson in it, and it's just... (laughs) They're just doing their thing. And one could be playing a German, and one could be playing a Russian, much like um, Mm. Hunt for
1: Red October, and... (laughs) Mm, I don't know if they did it on purpose in this one, because he's supposed to... He's a retired hitman, and he's supposed to be, like, this legendary figure, like, this son of a Russian mobster who doesn't know who he is, does something bad to him, and so this other guy punches this Russian mobster's son for it, and they're... Russian mobster calls him and says, why'd you punch my son? And he says, because he did this to our John Wick. Then all the Russian mobster guy says is, oh, (laughs) because he he knows that it's basically coming at that point.
0: Yeah, it's a good way of um, setting up the legend without having to go too far. Just, you know, someone Mm. who's a complete badass being a little bit concerned when his name is mentioned.
1: Mm. So, yeah, it was good. I I didn't mind it. All right. Cool. And that's still out at the the theater, isn't it? Yes, it is. We got it three months after the U.S. Great. Thank you, Australia. Good to see um, the film companies doing their bit to curb piracy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I read today that what was the Netflix
0: film that just got played in Cannes?
1: Oh, yeah. The one that got booed. Yeah. And it got booed
0: because yep. uh, Netflix is apparently ruining cinema because mm. they are simultaneously releasing films on their streaming service that are also in cinema. And the highfalutin French cinema people are getting all up in arms about it.
1: Yeah. There's supposed to be a a delay between streaming services and theatre. 36
0: months, apparently, which seems like a long mm, time for
1: me. It does. It's like, that sounds like a very-
0: three years, really? Well, that's the French way, I think. Or I think (laughs) that's what they're going to change in the next Cannes Film Festival, that there has to be a three-year wait between theatrical release and streaming service release.
1: Yeah. Netflix will say, okay, we'll just be over here sitting on our pile of money. Exactly. And you can be over here waiting three years.
0: Enjoy your next Cannes, which is just full of um, Minions films. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we'll find all the good films are going to go away. Yeah. I just let people watch what they want when they want. Whatever
1: DreamWorks and Disney are crapping out, that's what's going to be there. Yeah. Suddenly it's, you know,
0: Toy Story 6.
1: It's Khan Award hmm. winner. Whatever. Paul Blart Mall Cop 12. Oh, what was the Martin Lawrence one? Um, Big Mama's <laughs> one? House 3. Big Mama's House 17.
0: <laughs> Mama said, knock you out. Yeah. So, yeah, some uppity French people got upset. I wonder if they like John Wick.
1: It, well, it is a little bit artsy. Like, uh, the the art direction in it is quite sort of strong. There's a lot of silhouetted shots and sort of long shots with two people kind of, like, contrasting against different backgrounds and, yeah. Yeah. Every now and then, like, words pop up on the screen while people are talking. Oh, cool. So, yeah, it's it kind of borrows from a whole bunch of things, which is why it's like, this movie is fundamentally broken, And but it's really interesting at the same time. So,
0: so it's got some style.
1: Yeah. yeah oh, oh, yeah, yeah.
0: I was saying to somebody the other week that I believe that uh, the Mad Max Fury Road doesn't have a bad looking shot in the whole film.
1: No, I don't think so either. It's it's
0: very well thought out from an art director's perspective. Every single mm. scene, I was like, "Yep, they've thought this through. This looks amazing from start to finish." Yep.
1: They've they've gotten their sort of key visuals and rendered them like paintings almost.
0: Oh yeah, and then they released the was it the black and chrome edition because yeah. um, was it Baz Loman? I always get him. Uh, no, Frank.
1: No, uh, George Miller
0: Baz Loman's the other guy, he definitely didn't do Mad Max
1: No, I was going to say Frank Miller, but it's definitely George Miller
0: Yes, George Miller He was saying in an interview ages ago that to him the ultimate visual experience of that film was in black and white And then that got enough traction online and enough people got interested in it that they ended up doing a, a release, a theatrical release of it Which I haven't seen, it should be interesting
1: I, mean, I would argue that sort of colour was really important to that film, but no, anyway, no. Oh, maybe I should see it and figure it out.
0: I like that they called it black and chrome rather than black and white. It's made it mm. a little bit more car
1: That's another uh, film that does well with like a really strong sort of world-building backstory where you feel like you've come in in the middle of yeah, the story.
0: Yeah. They don't really explain much right off the bat, but you kind of- No you just along for the ride pretty much straight away and it doesn't stop.
1: Yep, you spray chrome spray paint on your face and shout, witness me and jump on other people's cards. <laughs> That's just another day. Mm.
0: Cool. What have you been playing?
1: Uh, I got well back into Defiance for a while. Yeah? They had some events on where you could earn some cool weapons and I did my usual thing of sitting down for an hour and figuring out how all the stats in the game work again after I've forgotten and got rid of everything out of my inventory and I've been- Sort of teaming up with Randall and Chris and, um, <laughs> you yeah, know, been shooting some stuff and just working my way through the main quest line. So, you're early dangerous on my itch own turned into a defiance
0: itch? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, the defiance itch hasn't really gone away. I'm sort of still playing it today. but Yeah. Yeah. It's just uh, taking it at my own pace, doing the side quests, doing the main quests. I haven't actually ever played that. Fun. Would
0: I enjoy it? Is, it? is that the type of thing I would enjoy?
1: I don't think you would enjoy any MMO anymore. I think you got out. I
0: got out pretty hard after WoW.
1: Yeah, I think you, you you might enjoy it at the start, but then you would see the bones pretty quickly. The the yeah. quest icons and fairly repetitive enemies. Bring- the only nice thing is it's it's almost like a twitch shooter. Is it, there's no auto attack. You just point your gun at things and shoot. Okay, kind of like Borderlands. Bring back City Heroes, yeah. I say. Yeah, definitely bring back City of Heroes. That was a shame. Bloody hmm. e- NCSoft shuts down things that make money <laughs> yeah. for no discernible reason.
0: We don't we don't like money. It just gets in the way. No.
1: We want to pour all of our money into Lineage 2 and whatever the next free-to-play South Korean anime fest is. <laughs> so, speaking of cool. South Korean anime fest, yeah, I yeah. got into Poyo Poyo Tetris as well.
0: I've been playing a bit of that as well.
1: I'm on World, well, not World, but sort of like Level 2, like those series of single-player quests. So
0: area 2, yeah.
1: Yeah, Area 2. Played that- against my wife with just Tetris and she absolutely whomped me a whole bunch of times. Uh, that game <laughs> it reminded
0: was- me that I was... Extremely good at Tetris and not as good as I am with Poyo Poyo. Mm. Puyo Puyo is it's about chaining things, I've found, yes. in order to get the big well, points.
1: Well, Puyo Poyo is it's a different... Like, they have tutorials on there and they say nice reassuring things like, why don't you try building like them in a stair step yeah, so yeah. when you clear one row it falls down... So, you go into the game and you start building your nice little neat stair step and then just shit starts coming down yep. from across the other side because the AI player has already gotten yeah. like 12 rows out or 12 Poyos out and is just flooding your board with crap. So, you don't get a chance to build your nice clean stair step.
0: No. And I was actually really struggling the other day. It was probably yesterday with one of the ones where you have to play Tetris and then you have to play Poyo, but it switches between the two every 30 seconds. Yeah. And I figured out a way- that I could use my Tetris skill to help the Poyo Poyo side because your last Tetris block continues to fall after you switch. So yes. I would squirrel away one of those big long four ones, build my section off to the side, leaving a sliver that I could drop it down. And when the countdown started, I would just bring in the long one and just let it drift down. And then it would switch to Poyo Poyo, and I would, as I'd be playing Poyo Poyo, that four block would complete, and then all the Poyo would drop on the opponent's side. So, I was using my oh, yeah. skill in Tetris to prop up my non-skill in Puyo Puyo.
1: Has your wife played yet? She's a bit of a Tetris sort of shark,
0: I guess. Uh, no, she hasn't played yet, but she has expressed some interest. I think she's been peeking over my shoulder and having a look and
1: going, oh, so how
0: does Puyo Puyo work? And- she yeah. has
1: been hanging out in, like, Tetris halls, schooling people for cash or-
0: No, I have found that I'm quite fast at Tetris. My son, as I was playing it, he poked over my shoulder and he was like, "Huh,
1: oh, you're
0: really good at Tetris, Dad. Like, yeah, I've had some experience in Tetris in yep. the past.
1: 30 years of experience. Yeah.
0: And I actually think that the time that I knew that I was very good at Tetris was when I was helping you move for the first time and I was in charge of packing Mm. the back of the van and um, I made everyone else move out of the way so I could just, you know, nope, this box goes here, this box goes here, this thing goes in there and then slides in. I think I managed to make the most use out of the back of that van.
1: Yeah. My uncle thought you were professional movers until he saw you (laughs) whipping Mike with the rope that we're using to tie (laughs) things to the back of the van. That's obviously not occupational health and safety. No, not at all. So, real quick, I jumped into Legend of Zelda as well. Oh, you're back. Uh, yeah, my cousin bought a Switch and she got two of the Divine Beasts when I only had one. So, I thought, well, I should probably yeah, yeah. get onto this. So, I've got two more down and I'm heading towards my last Divine Beast now.
0: So, you're back just playing it on the train? Is it more of you still being your train console?
1: Uh, no. What was I doing on the train? I bought a book that I've been reading and I can't remember <laughs> what it was. Witcher. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I did buy the latest Witcher book, but I haven't started reading it yet. Mm. Um, damn it, I can't remember. Oh, well. If we take a break later on, I'll get my Kindle and we'll revisit it. But Let's have story you know, just- time with Anthony. Story you time, You read yep. us a
0: chapter of whatever book you were reading.
1: Yep. Through this Metro 2033 novel that yeah. I started while I was on holidays. <laughs> um. So, how far
0: are you into Zelda?
1: Uh, I've got three Divine Beasts, about 11 hearts, uh, a couple of stamina upgrades- I've got all the cold armor, all the hot armor, the swimmy, fishy armor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sort of a handful of temples down, maybe, let's say, 20-odd, 20 28-odd, maybe. Yeah, okay. Because I think
0: I was about- I've I've got about 65 or 70 of the temples, and I've done all four Divine Beasts. And I actually only just remembered now that um, I actually finished the game two weeks ago. Right. Because I was messing around in Hyrule Castle, and I got really close to Ganon, and I was like- oh, you know, I'll just pop in there and do the Ganon fight and see how far I get. And I managed to get quite far. And then I tried it a second time and managed to defeat him. And then I thought, I'll go back and finish the rest of the shrines, uh, you know, soon. And then I just haven't. Ever since I defeated Ganon, it's kind of gone a little bit off my radar. I think I've filed it away as, okay, I've completed that for now. There's plenty of other things that I need to play.
1: Oh, yes. That's one thing about starting a video game website is there's always more things to play. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes absolutely.
1: But um, um, no, it's
0: still... I would consider it to be one of the best games I've played this year, at least.
1: Yeah, no, it was real good. Oh well, it still is. Still real good. is really good, here. to you? Yeah. Mm. So I bought a game called Oxygen Not Included, which is a um, a game by the space people that game? Did Don't Starve. Yeah, it's a space game. Hey, there you go. Um, it's a uh, suffocation has, game. Either one. Well, <laughs> well the funny thing is, is you, do actually, you do actually start with oxygen, so okay. you know the name probably needs to be changed. But it's kind of like a side view two D dwarf fortress type game not okay. like survival yeah yeah in their sort of weird sort of sketched art style mm-hmm. you have to build toilets and the faces that people make when they're on the toilets reminds me real a, a lot of john crick for lucy <laughs> <laughs> so this is yeah their sketched art style and that sort of animation style but yeah 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 I've, i'm doing pretty well so far but I'm, I'm like my wife plays it as well and she's up to day 11 and all of her oxygen has gone toxic because she hasn't separated out the poop from the, the, the non-poop <laughs> areas. and
0: That's an important thing to learn. Yeah. Um, now you mentioned uh, Dwarf Fortress very, very briefly just then. Um, did yes. you hear a couple of weeks ago that when the developers of Dwarf Fortress die, they're going to donate the game to a museum?
1: Uh, I know it's been a museum exhibit in the past, but uh, I didn't know that, no. So apparently when
0: the developers die, the source code will be donated to the Museum of Modern Art in New York City.
1: Yeah well good luck reading it because from all accounts it's pretty horrible <laughs> It's got like 10 years of spaghetti code just sitting on top of it, each other yeah, And well, that's part of the reason why he doesn't want to show anyone what yeah, it looks probably. like
0: This is what's inside a game like, Oh shit mm. also, I also thought I read somewhere that they still consider the final version of Dwarf Fortress Isn't going to be known until for another like 20 years or something
1: Yeah yeah pretty much Not until he can get the level of simulation in there that he wants Yeah he went to university and he was doing, like, a maths degree and stuff like that. And he basically left to make Dwarf Fortress his full-time job. But he was offered programming jobs and PhD positions. He's still just like an all-round clever guy. Yeah, yeah. He said, nah, I want to make this game about whether or not if a chicken's right wing is wet, whether or not it's better in combat.
0: I'm glad that there are people like that out there.
1: Mm. Been some amusing bugs in the past, like dwarves giving birth to iron chairs because a couple of the roars got mixed up. Oh, so-
0: that'll be- that's painful.
1: Hmm. <laughs> Boy uh, iron chairs
0: you- or girl iron chairs? I don't know,
1: <laughs> to be honest.
0: Do iron chairs have a sex?
1: Uh well no. In I'm gonna say in Dwarf Fortress they don't because the raws for animals and objects are separate. And, okay. and I think there's a there's a gender property on who knows though? Still got twenty Things- years of development, that could happen in yep. the end. Hmm. There was another bug where um, the ambient temperature of the world was set too high, so the dwarves' body fat would just evaporate and they'd catch on fire.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say that their body fat would just vanish and there'd be skinny dwarves running around.
1: Mm. No, you can quite possibly have that. I'm not sure if dwarf weight is taken into account yet. All of my fortresses generally fail. Because of fire or water or both? Yeah, well, the two problems with dwarf fortresses are usually too much water or not enough water, Um, (laughs) but mine usually is somebody... um, they have these things called, um, they get into moods, like strange moods, and they want to make an artifact. And so, they'll lock themselves in, like, a workshop that you probably you usually need to make other stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they'll be requesting, I want bones, I want rubies, I want all this shit, and they're going to make an artifact. Yep. Now, if you can't fulfill their needs in time, they get really depressed- And then so if they get depressed enough they might punch another dwarf or attack (laughs) another dwarf which (laughs) has friends which then get depressed because that guy got attacked and then it's called a tantrum spiral is the official name for it or unofficial name for it in the the game as where punching one dwarf sort of repercussions ripple out through the social strata of dwarf society and um, and then everyone ends up punching each other.
0: To me that's the way dwarves should act just if they get Mm. upset they should punch things.
1: Yeah, but then when one punches too hard and kills another dwarf, and then the, dwarf, the friends of that dwarf get really upset. And yeah. then you end up locking a small subset in a room <laughs> to keep them away from the other dwarves that are killing each
0: other. Until they calm down, or just for the rest of time?
1: Uh, well, sometimes for the rest of time, but usually you can lock them in and then just wait for the other dwarf to starve, like the one, the one that eventually wins the fight. Yeah, or yeah. Or yeah. that you can make that dwarf mayor or mayor. Okay. Because, you know, he won the fight. Yeah, that's how it works.
0: Right. That's well, cool. That sounds um, like you've had a busy week. Sounds like your train switch am, has drifted off a little bit. I am
1: nowhere near done yet. Oh. No. You still go. You to more. on Sunday I went and bought a PS4 Pro.
0: Whoa. Cool.
1: Yeah. Finally. Didn't have that in the notes. Drop that one on you, didn't I? You just
0: dropped that bomb so you got your front door mm. fixed the wire door was repaired and then you could get your ps4
1: no that's still happening oh, the guys right, are okay. making it we just have to wait for to come back and install it it's more because my wife spent a bunch of money at supernova and all hell breaks loose that she could not help but give me approval but it, it ended up me being me that needed convincing that it wasn't a bad idea it's a
0: pretty good idea it's a pretty good console
1: so it started on saturday when we went to see john wick and i was looking at JB, and yeah, yeah. they said, oh, it's, it's like 539, and it's the PS4 Pro, and you get Prey, and you get oh. um, Horizon, yeah, yeah. and you get uh, Fallout 4. Wow, there you go. There's some, thought, a couple of good games for you. Yeah, so I thought that's pretty good, and then I thought, I've already got Prey, and Fallout is not really a good game. Horizon Zero um, Dawn's pretty damn good, though. Horizon Zero Dawn is pretty damn good. So I thought, well, what? maybe I'll just wait until after the movie, and then just think about it. Yeah, yeah. And so, we looked in Target and they had a thing that was like four ninety nine, and you get Horizon Zero Dawn.
0: That's what you need. You just, that's the bundle without all the shit you didn't want.
1: Yeah, but the bundle ended two days before. Ah, oh, Did you convince so, them to give it
0: to you for that price?
1: No, 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 I didn't even ask. Oh, okay. So, I, um, it, it, Target in Greensboro, it's very difficult to find someone to help you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I thought, oh, that's fine. So, we went, saw a movie and then I decided not to get it from JB and I went home. And did a bit of research and found that Big W also has the bundle that's four ninety nine dollars with uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. And it was still going? Yes, it was. The only Big W is that one we went to to buy my Switch and to try and find a case for you. Yeah, so yeah. I got up early on Sunday and drove there, waited for Big W to open, mm. and went in there and said, can I have this bundle? Showed them it on my phone, and they went, okay, but if we can't find the game, if we don't have it in stock, we can't give you the bundle. And I went, yeah, all, all right, whatever. And they couldn't find the game. Yeah. Uh. So, I went, okay, see you, because I'm not the type of person that, that jumps yeah, up yeah, and down and yeah. causes a fuss. If you don't want to sell me something, you don't want to sell me something. I'll go get it somewhere else. Yeah.
0: So, then you went to JB so- Hi-Fi and said, hey, Big W can do this bundle. Can you do this bundle?
1: <laughs> no, I walked past Target. Yep. I thought, well, it doesn't really hurt to ask. Yeah, yeah. So, I walked in and there was- A kid who probably looked about maybe 19 or 20, Mm. just sitting at the customer service counter because Target only just opened. And he was drawing a picture of a face on the back of a receipt and (laughs) scribbling over it. And he didn't didn't see me walk up. And I just stood there and just smiled at him. He laughed. Yeah. And sort of screwed it up and threw it away. And I said, you don't have to throw it away. It's fine. So, I said, look, you had this bundle. Or or, or I didn't even actually say that. I said, look, I'm looking for this bundle. And I showed him the Target website on my phone. Yep. And he went, yeah, we've still got that. And he went and got the PS4 and he said, yeah, but I've, I, if I, I can't find the game, I can't give you the rest of it. Uh, I mean, yeah, here, yeah. We, here we go. I again. know. <laughs> so he went and looked for a while, which concerned me. And then he came back and said, I've got the game, but I can't find the case. And I said, I don't care what case you give me. I've got the stack of cases at home. Yeah, yeah, So he said, okay, well, I'll give you $10 off. So I got it for four eighty nine. <laughs> oh, great. There you go. Yeah. So I got it home and I unplugged all of my other consoles and, they decided to put the last generation of consoles in their boxes Mm -hmm. and and plugged it all in and installed Horizon Zero Dawn and had no end of problems with the DVD drive spinning up and spinning down. Oh, okay. I thought, shit, I've got a faulty unit or I've got a faulty disc, but there's no way to know unless I go and get another game. Of course. That's the only way to solve it. So I went to JV Hi-Fi in another shopping center because it was getting late at this point and I was looking. I was looking for either Yakuza 0 or Persona 5. Yes. No Persona 5. Of course not. One of the more critically acclaimed games of this generation. If you want to play, like, bullshit fucking crap that nobody cares about that's just going to end up in Savers and the St. Vincent de Paul, uh, we've got a stack of that.
0: AFL Evolution.
1: But if you want an actual good game, sorry, we don't stock those. So I got the last copy of Yakuza 0 which installed just fine and so I then got my magnifying glass out and a light and angled really carefully I can see a very fine scratch on the Horizon Zero Dawn disc.
0: And you don't have the case so you can't take it back?
1: Yeah something like that but it installed okay and it kind of just plays off the hard drive now so I'm not really that fussed. Okay well you know see how you go. Yeah so that was my PS4 story. Awesome. So are you enjoying Mm. it? Yeah, you enjoying yeah, the um,
0: experience? We need to be PlayStation I, friends now.
1: Yeah, I am having the same disconnect I have in Horizon Zero Dawn that I have in games like Metal Gear Solid, where the intro shows the main character training for years and becoming awesome at everything. But as soon as I get control, they turn into a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. She just fucking rolls off the edge of things and gets hit by stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Man. Did you get creeped out by the uh, little girl version of Aloy? You look kind of like Um, a weird doll that was kind of shiny when she was in the pool.
1: Yeah, she kind of looks like uh, the little version of Siri from The Witcher 3. And I've just come to realise that I don't think video game developers can model children convincingly yet. They just kind of look like creepy dolls.
0: Like creepy dwarves.
1: Yeah, something like
0: that. It's because their proportions are different, but Mm. they still need to be correct.
1: Yeah. And they kind of make them chubbier to try to kind of make up for it, but that just makes it worse, I think. I think it it probably has a lot to do with the skeleton. In that, if you look at a game like Skyrim, Mm. where everybody uses the same skeleton because it's easier for video game developers, like orcs and imperials and nords, and even people that are a bit shorter just use a scaled down skeleton. So kids are like a really scaled down skeleton. So halflings. Yeah, so it's kind of not developed with the same proportions as an adult, but not. Yeah, they're just shrunk. Mm, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just Maybe choppier. somebody needs to get in there and figure out a better skeletal animation system. Just throw in another skeleton for kids. Mm. It should be easy. Yeah. So, I just saved a guy who hears voices in oh, Horizon yeah. Zero Dawn. Um, so,
0: are you up to the trial yet? No. I was up to just before I started the trial, before I started Zelda, and then I haven't gone back.
1: I'm running around trying to do everything I can before I do the trial, I think.
0: Yes. Are you hiding in the long grass and calling robot dinosaurs over and then stabbing them and then calling another one over? Calling them over?
1: How do you do do that? (laughs) There's
0: a way you can kind of either- I throw rocks at them. (laughs) Either
1: whistle. Oh, okay.
0: I think you eventually get a call skill. So you end up just hiding in grass, calling one over, attacking it from the shadows, I suppose, or from hidden. And it's a one-shot kill. And then you just call another so one you- over. So, then you end up with just eight robot dinosaurs around you, all dead. And then another one will just come over and go, oh, I wonder what's over here.
1: So, you're whistling like you're going to Sam Fisher those dinosaurs. Pretty much. And I do That's Sam like- Fisher those dinosaurs. <laughs> right. See, I prefer my tactic, which is to wait until one of them is separated and then shoot it with the arrow. And yep. then they all come running over and beat the shit out of me.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the trick is I to- I find that works for me. Is to get those watchers pretty quick, shoot them in the eye. Yeah,
1: I do that, and it doesn't usually kill them in one hit. Oh,
0: if you get them fair in the eye, you can kill them in a single hit.
1: All right. Okay. We'll I have to check that. It's been a while. Um,
0: How is Yakuza?
1: Uh, it's good. If you want a game about, like, gritty, tropey Japanese crime action, it's like that. that sounds <laughs> it's set fun. In, it's set in the 80s, so everyone's smoking yeah, yeah. all the time. Probably a couple of hours in. One guy's already had to cut one of his own fingers off. Perfect. There's a lot of like one guy will just dramatically say something and everyone else will just go, what? And then (laughs) he will elaborate on his plan. And then they're just bringing in characters left, right and centre that you're not entirely sure you can trust and everybody's betraying everybody else. And yeah, it's pretty pretty awesome. You punch people and money comes out of them. Amazing. (laughs) Yeah. That wasn't in the previous Yakuza games. You had to earn money through like side tasks or sometimes you get it as a reward at the end of a fight. Or- like if a guy would a guy would stop you. The thing about the Yakuza games is that the way fights happen is that you're just walking around and people just walk up to you with an excuse to fight you. And it was probably the funniest in Yakuza 4 because you would hear it before you would see them. you just hear someone go, oh, and then you'd know that someone <laughs> has seen you and is going to come running up to you and say, hey, I spent all my money at the hostess club, so you're going to give me more. Yeah. But if you ran fast enough, you could just outrun them and have this whole train of guys behind you just going, oh. As soon as they caught sight of you. Give me my money, um, Hostess Club. Mm. So, in this one, you just, by, like, doing combos and doing proper finishes, money just comes flying out of people. So, does it come out of their
0: body or is it like it's falling yeah. out of their pockets? Is there some- uh, Are you holding them upside down and shaking them and coins and money no, are coming no. out or is it just-
1: You're punching them and they fall down and their money goes everywhere. That's fair enough. They should the The thing is, is that there is an NPC called Mr. Shakedown. Yeah, yeah. And what he does is if he catches you, he fights you and then money comes out of you if he manages to hit you.
0: You need to secure your money a little bit better. Get yourself a bum bag mm. or one of those ones that wallets <laughs> that straps to your body. Like when you're traveling in an overseas country and you don't want your money to fall out of you when you get beaten up. You get mm. those um, skin sh- color. I'm
1: not sure that would fit with the Yakuza style. No,
0: they just like just having money no. hanging out of their pockets.
1: No, well, they're they're mostly wearing suits. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes, if like something dramatic has to happen, they will collapse onto the ground, onto their knees, and their suits will be all wet because it's raining. Because something dramatic is happening. Or sometimes, if they're going to fight each other, they will just like rip their suit jacket and shirt off in one motion, so you can see their yakuza tattoo on their back. That's awesome.
0: Maybe they're breakaway like those basketball pants with the press studs, but they're maybe up the side of the jackets and shirts. Maybe they should make those for yakuza people. I finished yakuza three.
1: And Yakuza 4. Yeah. I haven't finished 5. I never played 1 or 2, but 3 and 4, each game ends up with a shirtless fistfight on top of a skyscraper.
0: That sounds pretty um, Yakuza-y.
1: That's why I like these games is they just don't care. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's just just all out there. If you want dumb Japanese crime sort of action drama with 20-minute cutscenes, this is your game. Yeah, yeah. It and then and me- then also stupid side activities, like I had to go and see the boss of my family because I'd done something bad and they were going to kill me or force me out. But I think I'm going to go bowling first. So I did. I just went and <laughs> bowled a couple of frames <laughs> before getting into the car and going to the other place. Sounds like a more interesting version of Shenmue. Like, you know, yeah, it's, it's got kind a, of interesting in that way. Like um, You can just do other things if you want. Yeah. Or have a it's fight. It's exactly like that. And the rumour is the way they pay for it is because- it's set in Kamarucho, which is this like fake version of this real place in Tokyo called Kabuchiko, which yeah, yeah. is like a nightclub district. So there's like posters and neon signs and advertisements everywhere in real life. So they just fill the game with real ones that they sell to, to <laughs> people. And that's how they pay for the game oh, because enough. it all fits. It's all supposed to be there. Yeah. Yeah. They should- You can do stuff like go into Don Quixote and buy CC lemon and just drink <laughs> it. <laughs>
0: When they release the new version of Shenmue, they should retrofit all of the Yakuza series into the storyline so that then when people go to play it, they go, oh, I could have been playing Shenmue the whole time, but it is actually Yakuza. Mm.
1: You could have been playing Shenmue the whole time, but yeah, it's still- There's this weird karaoke thing where like you're just in this bar singing karaoke and it's like Dance Dance Revolution. Yeah. But then like halfway through, it just fades out and fades in and your characters are like standing on stage dressed like a hair metal band. (laughs) <laughs> and they're singing to microphones and playing guitars for some reason. It's just the weirdest thing.
0: <laughs> because Yakuza, that's
1: why. That's why. Don't yep. ask.
0: That was actually on sale a week or two ago, and I almost picked it up, but then I just looked, and I had so much other stuff I needed to play. I was like, oh, I'll get it next yeah. time it's on sale.
1: Uh, you'll find. I'm it, not actually almost it? sad for packing up my PS4 because I really want to finish Yakuza Five. Because for some reason, you can hunt bears in that game. I'm sure there'll be bears in Yakuza Zero or
0: something else. Mm. Something else equally. If you get the two games confused, you can fight robot dinosaurs in Yakuza. In
1: Yakuza 3, there was a full-on golf mini-game, like the old PGA leaderboard games oh, wow. in okay. the game. Because you were running an orphanage and one of your kids was having problems with another kid at school. So, you went and played golf with the headmaster of the school to sort it out.
0: So, they just created a whole golf game within Yakuza. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. that's fair enough. At least it wasn't like- in uh grand theft auto where they try to do those things but you're still
1: kind of using the same controls as grand Mm. theft auto and they never control right no these are pretty much they've they've taken existing games and just built them into this thing this is what i missed i think like i've got my pc and that's sort of my tentpole releases multi-platform stuff Switch for portable gaming and sort of Nintendo weirdness and then the PS4 for whatever the hell weird crap is coming out of Japan this week. Yeah, those weird Japanese Mm. games. Maybe Mm. you can get a copy
0: of Nier and actually play it properly instead of on the PC where it's all bad. Yeah,
1: um, I've got a list of games that I want to get and Nier's kind of down the bottom because I've already got it. Yeah, yeah. Neo's on there. Uh, Yes, it is. That's a good game. What else? Well, Persona 5 is on there. Bloodborne is on there, which is like- Dark Souls-y. Yep. That's been on my wish list for a while. Mm, I think that's it for the moment. But Oh, Uncharted 4 as well. I haven't finished 3 yet.
0: Mm. Yeah, there's um, plenty of games on there. And the PlayStation Store generally has really good sales once a month. They're up to the- The only um, problem
1: is how large the downloads are. Like, I'm downloading oh, Let yeah. It Die as we speak, and it's like 25 gigs. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Resident Evil was on sale a couple weeks ago, so I picked up that. On your PS4? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm sure it'll be on sale again.
1: No, I was thinking you should check your email. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. Happy
0: birthday, Dave. All right. Thank you. It was my birthday last week. Mm.
1: That means I can play it on the computer. That's awesome.
0: I was actually thinking about moving the PlayStation out into the lounge room.
1: And having your son play Resident Evil 7. Yeah.
0: uh, Maybe. He knows that. (laughs) He sometimes comes to me and goes, look, I saw this game. I'm not sure whether I'm allowed to play it or not. So,
1: he will ask before he sees a game. But- um. Yeah, awesome. No, Resident Evil 7 will mess him up. Not really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, really mess him up. You remember how when you were a kid and there was that one kid who was allowed to watch, like, A Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah. Yeah, he'll be like that kid. <laughs> <laughs> he'll go to school and say, I played Resident Evil and my wife stabbed my hand into the wall with a screwdriver <laughs> and then cut it off with a chainsaw. All right. Well, maybe maybe he shouldn't play that.
0: mm Was that all you've been playing this week?
1: That's all I've been playing. That's my big sort of list for this
0: week. (laughs) I've been playing a game on the PlayStation 4, although I haven't spent as much time on it as I would like. I downloaded and installed Injustice 2. That came out or it was released here Wednesday last week. So I finished editing the podcast and then the next night Injustice came out. So I spent maybe two to three hours kind of having a look through Injustice 2 and that's about as much as I've done since then because then I've been a bit busy That's a pretty looking game. I went back a while ago and played Injustice 1 or Injustice Gods Among Us. And um, I was a little bit, um, let's just say that the graphics hadn't aged as well as I thought that they would have. And the animations of the faces were a little bit hokey. And, you know, the suits were a little bit hokey. And, you know, it was just, just a little bit rough around the edges. And Injustice 2 is pretty good. It's not up to the level of Horizon Zero Dawn, but for mm. a Nether Realms fighting game, they've done some work on getting really good performances out of all the characters. There's, some of them are better than others. So they've based Harley Quinn off the Margot Robbie Harley Quinn. Oh, really? Yeah. And, like, her voice is, like, that, like, really high voice. But her face is really, really good, so I'm not sure whether they just got her to work on it or whether they got someone who really looked like her and sounded like her to mocap for it. But she's mm. one of the characters who looks just a little bit better than some of the other ones. Yeah. Um, they know where their target demographic is. Yeah. So, um, Superman's bad again. Oh, good. This one apparently picks up after Injustice 1. So, the Joker killed Lois Lane and Superman's- Child, son, daughter, something. But Superman has now turned into a superhero who just wants to, instead of incarcerating villains, he's just out to kill them. Mm. So he's, you know, I'm, I'm not going to have this happen again. I'm just going to put an end to crime. And as you can imagine, Batman's taking a little bit of umbrage with this. So it is a little mm. bit of... um. Almost like a Marvel Civil War type arrangement, so there's characters on both sides, and that's how the story mode plays out. So the first character didn't
1: they have their own? I think you said Marvel. Oh no, you meant DC Civil War.
0: Uh no, Marvel is Civil War. So the Civil War was. But didn't, when- but
1: didn't DC have their own Civil War? Ah, oh, they had an Infinite Crisis. Yeah, I'm that not might sure be it. what
0: that was. Whilst I really like Batman and that he's probably one of my favourite superheroes, I don't know the DC universe as well as I do know the Marvel universe. Mm. So actually, some of these characters that are in the game I have never really heard of. Like there's um, Atrocious um, and Artosis. I have no idea who
1: those two people I'm are. Looking... I know about the I know about the white racist guy that turns into a black guy. That's about it.
0: Oh well, um, black black something. black
1: bomber. Well, yeah. I think
0: yes. Never
1: Can't... never went into print, as far as I know.
0: Well, no, he did, but not in that guise. I think they changed yeah, well... it after his first outing. But they've got. He just um, changed everything about his character. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, except for his name. Um, so they've got things like Gorilla Grodd, who was part of the Legion of Doom. There's Cheetah. And I'm just going to say some of the ones who I don't really know. Um, Brainiac's in there. Captain Cold, who. Right. I mean, I'm not sure why they would have a Captain Cold when they've got a Mr. Freeze that they could have drawn from. And I'm not sure where Captain Cold is from, but that's pretty much his name. Black Adams in there, which who I don't know as much, but he looks kind of like a Shazam offshoot. Yeah. Um,
1: He was in that DC Universe Online um, intro. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Black Canaries in there. Firestorm, whose hair's on fire, which is tend to be a bad thing.
1: Doctor Fate. Stands to reason. Um, Doctor Fate is their Doctor Strange, isn't
0: he? I think so. I'm not sure. I'm not super keen on the Joker model in the game because it's kind Mm. of- I think they're leaning a little bit into the Jared Leto Joker, so he's kind of got ha-ha- written in paint or blood on his chest and he's not wearing a shirt and he's got right. a bit of a popped collar and kind of hair off to the side. He seems to be a little bit younger.
1: He's new metal joker.
0: Kind of, yeah. Like emo, right. new metal, hipster mixture of them all. One thing mm. I did find, which I found out that I was saying Darkseid's name wrong my entire life, uh, I always, because his name is spelt D-A-R-K-S-E-I-D, I always thought it was Darkseed. Yeah, me too. But uh, they reference it as dark side. So right. you heard it directly from the mouths of the people who make the game. So I was incorrect. I'm willing to accept that. That can be in fully informatic. We'll come back and we'll say that one again and at least then we'll have something
1: for that. Do you so feel yeah. that because of the amount of DLC for this game that you haven't really gotten a full game or you're just not really noticing that?
0: I think the DLC is in costumes and things like that. And, you know, this game does um, lean heavily into equipment for characters as well. So Batman has three to four armor pieces. So he's got his cowl and he's got his... Chess piece and he's got his belt and he's got his pants or cape and you can get upgraded versions of all those but you unlock those just through regular play and i think the actual dlc is Mm. maybe costumes that i'm not really super into yeah it's going to be the seasons of the characters i think which will come out which depends on how much i play the game i might you know, spend the 20 bucks to get the extra five characters eventually.
1: Well, but, uh, from what I could see, there there's the initial game, then there's the digital deluxe edition that has three DLC fighters. I'm not sure what that means. Um, that's kind of like a season
0: pass for that first season. So, you don't get them straight off. You get them yeah. as they come out. So, everyone's got the opportunity to get those.
1: And then there's the ultimate edition that has nine DLC fighters.
0: But those fighters aren't really out yet. So, it's not no. like they're getting something right this second that I'm not. So there's like 28, 29 characters in the game, which is more than the last game had. So it's not like I've only got eight characters and there's, you know, 10 blank spots that are waiting for me to unlock or to buy. There's plenty of characters there and there's plenty of game there to play. But I've only spent a couple of hours with it. I've just kind of went through the training and uh, just went through the first little bit of a chapter, which is Batman's the first character you play with, but it's got that. Of course. Netherrealm um, Mortal Kombat storyline where it's an introduction to each of the characters. So Batman, there's a little bit of a story with him and then, you know, the story plays out and it also gives you the opportunity to play with each of the characters. That's good. They do a really good story mode.
1: Kind of like a Street Fighter V then.
0: Yes, but a little bit better than Street Fighter V. Like this game at Hmm. least launched pretty full of content. Like, they've actually got the story mode in it. They've got all the challenge modes in it. It's not like they went, all right, well, this is going to be an eSport game. So, the core fighting's there, but none of the rest of the game's there. They seem to have
1: had a pretty good launch. They also don't have a root kit in it, from what I understand. <laughs> not so far. Street Fighter Five did, though.
0: Oh, yes, that absolutely did at some point. But the weird thing is it didn't launch with it. It came in about halfway through, and then they got rid of it again. Oh, okay, great. So, so it's, there's always so time. It's like,
1: yeah. Pick up your game, Injustice 2. <laughs>
0: I'm looking forward to actually this week playing a bit more of that. But having my birthday during the week and going out with the family, kind of spent a bit of my time there. And then mm. uh, this weekend, my wife and I spent the weekend in Brisbane, so didn't have much of a weekend to play anything, kind of no. driving around Brisbane. But what I did get to do was I got to experience a Switch on the plane. Oh. So, I took my Switch and I played Puyo Puyo Tetris and Mario Kart 8 uh, Were you
1: able to take control of the plane with it?
0: uh, No, it's actually got a flight mode so you know it turns off all the wireless networking and Bluetooth and all that kind of stuff so which um, my wife reminded me to put on she goes has that thing got a flight mode? I'm like "Oh, I don't even know, maybe I should check that before I crash a plane with the switch (laughs) and cause some problems but that does have it I still think that Mario Kart 8 plays better on the pro controller Mm. so I've gone through it at 50cc and 100cc and got 3 stars on all the tracks and all the the levels, and I'm trying to go through on um, 150cc and get five stars on all mm. the stages there. But you know, it's just I would get lengthy. The, yeah, I would get through the first three and then get pipped at the post on the last corner of the last track and go, Arr! and then have to start again. And then I would switch to Poyo Poyo, and it took me a whole two-hour plane ride to beat a level on Poyo Poyo because I was playing against <laughs> the um, Tetris Master, and I kept kind of, going, oh fuck, no, he's way better at it than I am. But mm. I managed to do that on the flight back. I'm going to tell you a story about the flight back. So, I bought myself a pair of the Bose noise-canceling headphones mm-hmm. because they apparently own all the patents for noise-canceling. So, they work really good. So, taking off and landing and just the drone of the flight just goes away. It just vanishes into oblivion. So, I was sitting there with my noise-canceling headphones on playing Puyo Puyo Tetris and my wife's sitting next to me watching something on her iPad with the headphones in. And we're about an hour and a half through the two-hour flight. And I thought I could hear a couple of, like, some announcements happen, but because I had the headphones on, I couldn't really listen. So, I finished my Poyo Poyo Tetris level, and I glanced off to the side of me, and across the row from me, there were three people in my immediate aisle, and the two people in front of them that I could see were all sleeping with their head on the chair in front of them, and their arms (laughs) crossed. And for a split second, I thought... Are we crashing? Did I miss (laughs) something? And like my head snapped like left and right just to do a quick assessment of fuck. Have I missed something here? Is something going down bad? And my wife turned to me and said, "What's wrong?" And I was like, "Oh no, it's fine. Nothing. I just thought I heard something." And she knew exactly what I'd done. And she looked at me and went, "Did you just think that we were crashing?" And I was like, "Maybe. Maybe for a split second, I thought potentially we were having an accident, and no one had mentioned it (laughs) to me because that's how that works, apparently." So, I freaked out for just a split second, but I composed myself again and went along my way.
1: Moved on. Got straight back into Puyo, Puyo Tetris. Pretty much.
0: And my wife laughed at me. There was just an inordinate amount of people sleeping in the crash position, which um, if you're on a plane, maybe don't do that. Maybe if you see- yeah,
1: No, seriously. <laughs> don't, don't be in
0: the crash position when there's no crash. You'd uh, think that
1: they'll drag you off the plane for pretty much anything these days. If, yeah. if the media is anything to go by, then getting a whole bunch of people to assume the crash position is probably one of those <laughs> things.
0: And generally, I'm a pretty good flyer. I don't get stressed about anything. And this was just for a split second, I thought, shit. So I did a quick assessment and realized, oh, no, it's fine. I think they're sleeping. And then I went back to my, but it was enough time that my wife caught me. So I got. <laughs> and now everyone knows, which is fine. Who cares? Yep.
1: All twelve a of a people story. listen to the podcast now.
0: Yeah, so that's pretty much been my weekend game. So, um, airline flying, Switch with some Poyo Poyo and Mario Kart, and some Injustice, which I want to spend a lot more time mm. with. Cool. It's a busy week playing games for everyone. It is exciting indeed. about your PlayStation Four.
1: Yes, I am doing the best thing you can do with a four K. 4K- Possible console and outputting it to a 1080i TV.
0: Well, you can probably then instead... Because a lot of the games that have patches specifically for PlayStation 4, they give you the option of having better resolution or better frame rate. So, you can just choose mm. the frame
1: rate. Yeah, I know. Yakuza for Sorry, Yakuza 0 is very obviously 60 FPS. Yeah, yeah. Like It's like, damn, that looks smooth. Yeah. You
0: can uh, join the semi-informatic community on PlayStation Network...
1: Wow. Do we get any perks?
0: Um, You can post there if you want. Anyone else can join who's listening in who has a PlayStation 4. You can also join the semi-informatic community. I started one, and I'm the only member at the moment.
1: Right. Okay. Well, we'll see how that goes then. You can be member number two. Excellent.
0: I'm going to have to be PlayStation friends with you. Uh, I don't know about that. All right. (laughs) Let's see if we're still friends by the end of the news. Let's move on to the news. I have an article here that I read really early in the week, and I threw this into the list. And apparently Sega is planning to revive some major IPs before 2020. Mm. I think they had some good experiences recently with um, mm. Bayonetta. But it's actually already starting
1: wow. um, in that now, remember, if you may have, you may recall back on uh, when we were talking about Bayonetta, I yeah. said, just freaking release Vanquish on the PC. Yep. Vanquish is up for pre-order on the PC. Great. And if you own Bayonetta, you get 25% off. Ooh.
0: Can't remember whether robot bought Bayonetta or not.
1: So I have pre ordered Vanquish and there'll probably be videos up on the site <laughs> when it, oh, really? In, in three days time when it comes out.
0: Oh, so it is actually out really, really quickly. So it's not yep, like it's, oh, out, it's coming out in, a couple in three weeks.
1: days. Oh cool. Yeah, they gave about a week and a half for pre orders.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean I, I know that they've done some things like Vanquish, but you know, they haven't really given their roadmap of what's gonna come out between now and twenty twenty. What things would you like to see apart from Vanquish?
1: Uh Yakuza on the PC would mm-hmm. be good. Uh, I like even some, maybe going back to the first one that had Mark Hamill doing a voice in it.
0: <laughs> I'd like some Sega Soccer Slam actually because I remember yeah. playing that a lot on the GameCube, and I remember actually it's one of the few games that I'm undefeated at right. in our group. So are we,
1: we going to have to pull Sega Soccer Slam out to end that? Are we? Probably.
0: <laughs> it's one of the just end the run. Although maybe I'll just refuse yep. to play it anymore because you know. You could probably do back? some
1: Super Monkey Ball as well. Yeah. Oh, that's a Sega title. Um, There's always some
0: Virtual Fighter, some Crazy Taxi. If you could imagine. At least maybe imagine, a good port of Crazy Taxi.
1: Well, if it ends up like Alan Wake with the music in oh, it causing yeah, licensing right. issues, that what is the offspring requiring these days? The offspring was in Crazy Taxi, weren't they? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. they were.
1: I could imagine on PC, like, a 256-player Super Monkey Ball Monkey Flight where everybody just launches at the same time off various ramps. Oh, that'd be pretty good, actually. That'd <laughs> probably be a real mess, but mm. I would buy into that at least for a little little while. Yeah, yeah. What else was- um, Well, in Yakuza, I went to Club Sega, uh in Kamurocho and I played myself some Space Area. <laughs> oh, I did remember that that was in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. In fact, I think, is it Yakuza 4 or Yakuza 5 has a Virtua Fighter game in it? <laughs> so, <laughs> something like that. I think I've played
0: Virtual Fighter since the, I want to say, PlayStation 2 era.
1: Mm. I better look that up in case we have to do a fully <laughs> informatic for that.
0: Uh, what, for the- For
1: what, Yakuza? Yeah, Yakuza 6. No, that's that can't be right because that's not even out yet. Yeah. Yakuza 6 includes a fully playable version of Virtua Fighter 5. That's pretty good. Hmm. So, yeah, they tend to do all sorts of weird stuff in um, Yakuza games. What else was it? I mean, they did things like Jet Set Radio and
0: um, like those type of kind of Dreamcast games. I know that they're already bringing out, again, some weird Sonic stuff. So, there's a 3D Sonic that's either just out or coming out. But then there's also a new version of a 2D Sonic that they're already bringing out. They could bring out Golden Axe and Altered Beast, those type of things, but they're kind of I'm not sure how well that they would play now. Mm.
1: You, 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 almost. you get your Alex Kidd in Miracle World. <laughs> Somebody
0: has just released an Alex Kidd remaster. Really. Great. Great. One of those ones where you, they've got new graphics and the old graphics and you could switch between them. Mm. Some Echo and the <laughs> Dolphin. Maybe Echo and the Dolphin versus Abzu. Maybe they can do a, a crossover.
1: Mm. I'm now looking to see what was the earliest game I could remember from Sega. And it's actually the second game they ever developed, which was Zaxxon.
0: Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Should be a good game to release. I like some Zaxxon.
0: Did Sega do uh, Panzer Dragon?
1: Ah, uh, now you've got me. Or Dragoon. Yeah, they did actually do Panzer Dragoon.
0: I'd like to see it because last one I remember was Panzer Dragoon Orta was the one I played.
1: Mm. I the one on for the Panzer original Dragoon.
0: Xbox. Yeah.
1: Uh, Skies of Arcadia would be another good one that I would like. Mm. Um, anime sort of JRPG with like huge sort of airship battles in it. I have to admit, uh, it
0: was very nice hearing the little Sega at the start of Puyo Puyo Tetris. Oh, yes. Yep. Putting that up was kind of nice. It was reminiscent of those times where it was like EA Sports in the game yep. and little Sega.
1: They could do a Daytona game, but I'm not sure. I mean, half of the Daytona experience is going to the arcade and drinking a lot and then driving backwards on the track and trying yeah. to hit everyone else. Which technically, you can
0: probably do in any of the racing games now. Could- I
1: would like to see a 3D Streets of Rage just to see the outcry <laughs> on, the, on, on the internet about it. <laughs> they don't even have to release the game. All they have to do is announce it oh, yeah. to see what happens on message boards, and I'll be happy with That's that. That's
0: all you need to do. They've definitely got plenty of things that they could draw from. It's just, mm. you know, making sure that they get the right things to so that it doesn't die. I mean, I'd hate for them to release something and then it died, and then them having to rethink any of their future releases. But mm. I'm sure that they're- Probably thinking about that.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. then
0: we're going to move on to The Witcher. Not The Witcher yes. 4. Oh, no. The Witcher TV series, planned by Netflix. So, there was a Witcher movie that was kind of meant to be in production a long, long time Are you time talking ago. about
1: the original Polish TV series? Because it's, like, real bad. Mm, uh, I don't know. Is there an original Polish TV series? There is, and it's terrible.
0: I would consider... To me, the Witcher original Polish TV series probably sounds like Poland's version of Neighbours. It's just the um, longest
1: running Polish TV series. Maybe. I'm not sure. You know, Geralt's like Harold. I've, I've never watched Neighbours as um, my I've, my brother, and I'm going to out him here. Watched Home and Away for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was surprised that I've that was actually still Neighbours. going. What, Home and Away? Yeah. Apparently it's still on. Yeah, I think so. I see ads for it on TV. Mm-hmm. So I bought the second to last Witcher book um, on the weekend as well because there's a, a nice bookshop in Greensboro that sells, like, it's not just like a Dimmicks or a bookseller grocer or whatever the hell they're, yeah, you yeah. know, constantly going out a business sale. This is like an actual one that gets good books in. Mm. So I bought The Tower of Swallows, which was released in 1997 in Poland, but, you know, 2016, here comes the English translation, or at least the official one.
0: Are those books violent? Oh, yeah. Okay, so yep. would they be inappropriate for my son to read?
1: Um, A little bit of sex in them. Okay, maybe not. Actually, maybe sometimes
0: there's quite a lot. Because he's just started uh, reading Neuromancer.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. There's a bit of sex in Neuromancer as well. Is there? Yeah, how far into Neuromancer is
0: it? Oh, I'm not sure. All right. I couldn't remember too much about yeah. that book. He was like, what's a good book? And I was like, William, Yeah. Read this one. Yeah.
1: I think it's all right. That will either inform the rest of his decisions about how media is supposed to work or it will thoroughly confuse him.
0: Well, I, th- I thought about either giving him that or giving him Snow Crash.
1: Yeah, Snow Crash has got sex in it too.
0: Yeah. And it's also got people like, you know. Getting their heads cut off. Yeah, and all of that exploded. Of stuff. Exploded
1: and. He's read Lord of the Rings now. All of them. Right. The Witch is kind of a weird one because it's not written in English and it's translated. Some parts of it seem out of place, but. Um, Are they a little bit clunky? Yeah, a little bit. Like, I've read almost, I've read three of the novels, and I've read one of the short story collections, and the short story collection kind of made more sense to me because it was all sort of self-contained. Yeah, yeah. Still a lot of sex in that as
0: well. Well, apparently, that's what the TV series is going to be about because the, I believe, sure. the Witcher TV series planned by Netflix is going to be based on the novels rather than on the video right. games. Mm. And the video
1: games come after the novels.
0: Yeah, okay. And I think um, Andre, Andre, did Andre his name? Andre Yes, Andre Sapkowski. Yep. He had some quotes, which kind of led me to believe that he didn't really like the games that much. No. Is, is that true? he's-,
1: he's, he's- He's an older guy, and I think when they said, we're going to make a Witcher game, we'll buy the rights of you, went, okay, just give me this much and off you go. And then the games are like a huge success. Yeah, yeah, Literally, absolutely. when the Prime Minister of Poland met Barack Obama, he gave him a copy of The Witcher 2 <laughs> because you're supposed to bring something that your country produces to give yeah, to yeah. the US as a gift. And so, I think he's become a little bit bitter about that. And also, like, the newest versions of The Prince uh, all have, like, art from the games on it. And so, a lot of people think that they're novelizations yeah, of right. the video game. So, you know, he's not without his reasons to be a little bit upset about how that went down. But still, he did make money off it. And I think he even will sign the games for you if you sort of bring one with you because he understands that it's a part of his making work. making money. if he didn't.
0: Yeah. So, in the press release, uh, his quote or part of his quote in there was there, he said, I'm thrilled that Netflix will be doing an adaptation of my stories, staying true to the source material and the themes I've spent over 30 years writing. Mm. So, I think he's, you know, no, no, they're based Sex off my violence. stories, not off your video yeah. games. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would assume The Witcher is more popular in the Western culture from the games and maybe more popular over in Poland because yeah. of the books. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, sort of, Geralt is kind of a little bit more of a good guy in the games. In the novels, he's very sort of straight down the line. Yeah, right. Witches don't experience emotions and, and they are neutral in everything, And but he keeps getting caught up in shit that he doesn't want to have to deal with. Are there um, more or less nudie cards in the books? There are no nudie cards in the books. Okay. They were only in the first game. Yes, no, when, they were. When the developer was kind of grasping for something to hang their hook on or, or you know, hang their hat on. And they kind of- it was a little bit clumsy. Also, that was the original Neverwinter Nights engine, so they were a little bit limited in what they could do as far as sort of animation yeah, and cut yeah. scenes and- So,
0: who would be your pick to play uh, Geralt?
1: Oh, God. Uh, probably Mads Mikkelsen, I would say. Apart from uh, Julian Assange. Assange? Nah. Assange. He'd be rubbish. Have you seen Mads a recent Mikkelsen photo be-
0: of Julian Assange? Yeah. He looks like he's rocking the Witcher hair.
1: Yeah, but he still sounds like Julian Assange. Oh, no, he
0: still sounds like him, but if there was ever- <laughs> I think he has been either to Poland a little bit too often and he's uh, rocking a bit of Geralt Hare. No,
1: I would stick with my original choice after seeing him in uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. And also I can't get over the fact that he's in Death Stranding and Hideo Kojima explained the plot of the game to him and he didn't understand it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think also um, Hugh Jackman's probably looking for another role and he was pretty yeah, good at yeah. you know, Wolverine. I can see him- Don and some grey, he's already yep. bulked up a little bit. Might as well use those muscles for something.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, there's sort of multiple roles, I guess. There's there, If you want someone a little bit older, there's Vesemir, who's Geralt's sort of teacher. Yep.
0: Dandelion. Uh, who do you reckon could play Dandelion?
1: Oh, Dandelion. You know what? Um, Benedict Cumberbatch. Really? Dandelion. No, he, no, no. Actually, I Benedict can see him Cumberbatch, dancing around. If, they're, if they're going to do the- um, the books, I would see Benedict Cumberbatch, and I've got to get this guy's name right, as Vigelfort, who's the head of the the sort of the wizards, and he kind of betrays them and calls down all this sort of shit Yeah, okay. everything. Dandelion. Who's that annoying guy who played Lex Luthor in Batman versus Superman?
0: Oh, yeah, and he was in the social network. Jesse Eisenberg? Yes. Yeah, that's him. him. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking that hopefully Netflix go down the road of attempting to turn this into the next Game of Thrones. To me, that's mm. they're looking for another book series that's in the same area as Game of Thrones, and Game of Thrones is you know maybe got a season or two left over. So I think it's a pretty good choice by them to kind of pick up that, and hopefully they stay true to the source material in a way that is interesting and mm. don't cheap out on it because you know Game of Thrones has some budget thrown at it. Yeah. Even though they save it for a couple of seasons and then nothing really happens just so they can spend more money on animating dinosaurs. No, not dinosaurs, dragons. um,
1: Have you watched Spartacus?
0: I have not watched Spartacus.
1: Right. So, people were saying that they should have gone with stars instead of Netflix because Spartacus already has the ultraviolence and boobs down pat. Oh, really? Okay. So, they, they should have gone with that network. Oh, well. I'm sure. Netflix Yeah, it'll can be interesting to see who they get to play who, and whether or not we have dwarves and and sort of stuff that requires like a lot of makeup. So Game of Thrones is sort of kind of. I'm not going to say easy, but everybody's kind of human shaped. Yeah, and yeah. And there's not really that. Not, many... to, not to say that it wasn't a very lavish production, and obviously had a lot of money behind it. and yeah. but the it, right you know, writers and everything.
0: Um, Geralt's a monster hunter. So, there's probably going to be a lot more monsters. I mean, I know uh, Game of mm. Thrones had the White Walkers and all that kind of things, but they were kind of relegated to very specific scenes, whereas you can imagine, yes, you know, Geralt's got to fight harpies. Geralt's puppies.
1: entire job yeah, yeah. Is, is is hunting monsters. Yeah.
0: So, you know, um, it should be interesting.
1: Yeah. I know that um, with the Judge Dredd TV series that was recently announced, they're trying to get Carl Urban for that, but I'm not sure how successful they will be. Yeah, yeah. I reckon there's a lot for Chris for, Pratt for our TV. somewhere. Chris Pratt. Now, uh, I'm thinking through Witcher characters, and I am coming up a blank for Chris. Chris Pratt might be Dandelion, like with the right spin, I think.
0: I'm thinking he could just have a bit role as one of the guys you have to box in one of the bars. <laughs> That's how they should fit their um, guest roles, as either Gwent players or people who are going to be victims <laughs> of Spe- boxing.
1: Special guest boxing character yeah. <laughs> every, every episode. <laughs> Well, actually, one of the actors from Game of Thrones is already in The Witcher 3. Oh, really? Yeah, Charles Dance mm. plays Emhyr Emerus, who's the Emperor of Nilfgaard. There you go. And, like, you can tell the difference between him and just the regular- Like, the guy who voice acts Geralt as, like, a, a sort of an acting teacher, and he holds his own against Charles Dance, but yeah, yeah. Charles Dance has, like, presence when yep. he talks like he's terrified of him. yeah.
0: That's what being a professional VO actor does.
1: Mm. It's kind of like when they brought Martin Sheen into Mass Effect 2 and it's like, well, everyone else <laughs> sounds like yeah, an yeah. idiot now. <laughs> yeah. Well, not 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 everyone else. I mean, Mark Meir and Jennifer Hale are, are sort of, they are voice actors and they're pretty mm. good at their jobs. But just like regular guy running a bar in the Mass Effect <laughs> universe. Yeah. You, you don't want to put him in a scene with Martin Sheen. <laughs>
0: I'm sure Martin Sheen would be lovely.
1: Actually, you know what? Chris Pratt could probably play King Foltest if he sort of- Like, Chris Pratt kind of plays your kid brother kind of roles almost. But if he sort of played it a bit more seriously, I could Mm. see him playing Foltest. Foltest was a a bit of a dude. He would walk up to the front lines of the army and tell the guy off who's manning the trebuchet and then push him out of the way (laughs) and sort of aim it all himself and then complain that the- trebuchet that was being shot back at him, he'd given to that other king as a gift and why is he shooting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there's plenty of plenty of scope there, I guess, but I, I'm not sure we could afford all these highly paid actors. Like, yeah.
0: Look, maybe it's best that they get
1: people that we don't know. Hmm. Like, if you look at what Netflix has already done, they have the odd highly paid actor. Like, yeah, I guess yeah. Jessica Jones is probably the exception because Jane, R- Jan- oh, Kirsten Ritter and David Tennant are both yep. sort of, yeah, like, yeah. known- Highly paid mm. actors. I'm not sure if the guy who plays Luke Cage is already sort of. Um, I'm not out sure. There. No. So they tend to sort of lean towards more casting interesting but unknown yeah. people. Yeah. yeah, it's probably how or they less, save their less money, unknown. so they
0: don't have to spend a, like 20 million dollars on a series, mm. and they can actually save some money and make more interesting things.
1: You can roll the dice a bit on, Matt, you know, you, you you might discover the next Chris Pratt or Brian mm. Cranston, or and then you lock them up in a contract for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And then they get typecast as Geralt. All right, so another bit of news I just kind of threw in there because I thought it was a little interesting uh, that the Destiny for the PC is going to be exclusive to Battle.net. So not available on Steam, not available on the Mm. Windows Store, which is actually a good thing. Granted, Activision owns Blizzard, so I guess in the grand scheme of things it makes sense, but it does seem to be the first third-party, not a complete Blizzard game that's going to be launched through Battle.net, or as they call Mm. it now, just Blizzard, because they're kind of stepping away from the Battle.net name.
1: Yeah, I, I guess Blizzard, like, if you walk into JB Hi-Fi, it doesn't say Battle.net on the little bookends they've got in their section It says Blizzard, so... Yeah, but I mean, you can going, still... Going for that name brand recognition. Battle.net is pretty cool, though. Battle.net's <laughs> oh, a pretty yeah. good
0: name. Like, they had a pretty good uh, URL. Mm. And now got, it's, in, they got in there early. I mean, I would assume it's just going to redirect to Blizzard, but I like the name Battle.net. Um, But it is mm-hmm. interesting that when they are moving away from the word Battle.net, that's when they decide, oh, you know, maybe we'll let another game on the system, so then, I don't know... Destiny's now being launched by the Blizzard app, and I don't know. Yeah. But there's definitely one thing you can say is that uh, the Battle.net or the Blizzard servers have been tested to hell for online play.
1: It sounds a bit strange to me, actually, because I thought Activision was really just only providing publishing services for Destiny and that Bungie sort of controlled the whole thing. Maybe for Destiny. Is this Destiny 2? It might be yeah, yeah, sort of yeah. a different
0: thing. Yeah, this is for Destiny 2. So I'm not sure whether, you know, Activision have a little bit more of a stake
1: in it or not. That one is firmly in my weight for, to see what it's like before I try it.
0: Yeah, well, that's what I did for Destiny 1 and it didn't turn out to be, I think, the type game i would want to play and look again it's one of those it's almost like one of those mmo games that i'm not super into you know the whole loot hunt and all that kind of stuff but i am interested in seeing if it actually is a fun game to play
1: yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, okay. I mean, I've i heard there's not going to be dedicated servers, which seem weird for an MMO game, which is what I thought Destiny was. Well, it is.
0: As far as I know, I mean, it's, it's like a loop-driven MMO game. It's got raids, mm. it's got bosses, it's got the same type of quest progressions.
1: Unless it's a hub-based thing, I could imagine. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like the way multiplayer Borderlands works is that someone's PC just becomes a server and you sort of venture out in, into the world and you're not sort of, I guess, mixed up with anyone that you don't want to be mixed up with.
0: Who knows? I am interested to see what they do with Destiny Two and see because mm. I know a lot of people were disappointed in just like what Bungie promised or talked up. It didn't really get delivered.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you listen to a lot of the less reputable places on the internet, then they threw out three quarters of the game before shipping and rebuilt what they could. And yeah, yeah.
0: Ten-year plan, Destiny. We're on to probably year three.
1: Yeah. Uh, so let's You'll be using on. your PlayStation 3 to power your fridge or whatever. <laughs> well, you can power a lot with your new PS4. Mm. Um,
0: Put those
1: games in your digital locker.
0: Yeah, we can launch some rockets. Do you have any other news before we move on? Nope, that's it. To letting off Steam.
1: Oh, there's been a lot of Steam this week. Is there? It's been a steamy yep. week. Yeah, this is uh, We're taking letting off steam into, uh, I guess, the themed letting off steam. Oh,
0: really? Yeah, cool. Well, I was actually going to say, I was in Brisbane and it was actually quite warm, like, for a late autumn, wintry day. It was still 25, 26, which was all right. I was quite concerned because there were storms, Forecast. So I went out and bought a light jacket just in case, just in case it got caught in the rain, and there was not yep. one drop of rain. I think even in Melbourne, where there was storms, forecasts, it kind of skirted around the coast, and I think Tassie copped it all. Yes. So Tassie's must be a little bit steamy. But anyway, what's your theme?
1: All right, so Remedy Entertainment. Uh, they had to get rid of Alan Wake off PC. Yes. Um, so I thought that we would, uh, we would take a look at some of their games. And what better place to start than Alan Wake? Yeah, yeah.
0: Is uh, the negative review that you can't get it anymore?
1: Yeah, probably. Um, So we're starting off with a positive review, though, from Nullrap, 15.6 hours. And his review is This game made me buy a book. Take that, (laughs) mum. Obviously, Alan Wake is a writer in the game, and yeah. I'm not sure what, what book he's referring to because I was pretty sure there wasn't like an, an Alan Wake novelization. Or oh, no? actually, no, it did. Act, the special edition did come with a book of like you find these pages in the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, that you get that you can eventually assemble together to form a coherent story. So I guess the the special edition came with all of those in a book. Um, okay. And I know that Sam Lake, who's remedies writer, does actually write books, so. He's, he's kind of doing the whole Stephen King thing, writing about being a writer.
0: Hang on. Alan Wake, the novel. Alan Wake is a novel by Rich Burroughs, based on the Alan Wake oh, really? video game, released on May 25th, 2010.
1: Great. Right. Haven't ever actually read that one. Got everything I needed from the game, yeah. so I'm good.
0: So I'm, I'm pretty sure it's it, basically... The the plot matches that of Alan Wake, apparently, so you don't you need do to read You do
1: find, it. if you go to Savers, which is like a, a giant sort of upshop. shop, thing here in Melbourne that you will find novelizations for a lot of Steven Spielberg movies like oh wow okay well actually and, and George Lucas movies like Re- the novelization of Return of the Jedi <laughs> and things like that <laughs> yeah so um, I have been tempted attempted a few times there are times where I've seen like Battletech books and I've just like bought it for a dollar and then just palmed it off onto Chris and said you like Battletech here you go It's
0: <laughs> always the way a funny five dollar mm. gift yes uh, so yeah it does look like this is this follows the story of the game because they've got a section in this in this wiki differences from the game to the book and there Mm. are six points and it's things like there is more information on agent nightingale's past uh Mm. alan leaves a note on the car windshield after waking up so there's like just a lot of little things so it must be you know play the game and if you can now if if not maybe you can read Read the book book. because then you can put your own music to it yes
1: next So, we have a negative review from RKN with 9.8 hours, which is about, like, one playthrough of Alan Wake. Yep. Um, He says, if you're afraid of random objects flying at you, then this is going to make you poo your pants. (laughs) Which is, I guess, most of Alan Wake is that an object starts randomly shaking and then flies at you.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like uh, prey in that instance, although it doesn't become incorporeal and just jump at you. Kind of yeah, does. no, you,
1: I'm pretty sure in Alan Wake your coffee doesn't just get up and tr- try to murder you. Yeah,
0: I'm sure it probably would if it would. Mm. I, I really enjoyed a- Alan Wake. Again, yeah, it was I'm, good. I'm not super into horror games, but more of a suspense than
1: horror. Yes. Th- than a straight up horror. Um, What's next? Where's the Steam coming out next? Max Payne, the original Max Payne. Awesome. The positive review from Nymeria, speaking of... Um, Game of Thrones references Yeah Uh, 13.2 hours When life gives you lemons You eat them And then you kill everyone (laughs) You take some drugs And then you Yes you take some pills
0: I was actually looking around The desk to try and find Something that I could shake To make the sound Of the Max Payne drugs But I couldn't
1: find anything No I don't seem to have Anything either I've got a bag full of Guitar plectrums That's about it That's probably the closest It's also got a capo in it So it probably won't Shake that well Probably not (laughs) <laughs> no <laughs> No absolutely not It turns out there's quite a lot of plectrums in there so it's heavy Yeah yeah Oh well So uh, we move on to a negative review from Solid G Solid G Ten- Solid G 10.1 hours of Max pain Yeah Thought this was a new GTA game but Rockstar gave me the short shrift on this mofo Hopefully they patch in free play mode or whatevs For the time being it's okay though Can't do Matrix mode What What is that about Also I skipped the story scene so I have no idea what's going on Uh, Who cares if your baby dies In the opening level Just make a new one Am I right All jokes aside I didn't care though I should have happened At the end Epic twist Yada yada Instead Rockstar Screwed me again This is like Liberty City Stories 2011 Basically (laughs) I don't know what game He played But
0: (laughs) I thought Rockstar Only did the third one
1: Um, I think they bought The franchise So any new Like any re-release Of the game Like on Steam Is under their name Yeah okay Fair enough So either this guy Is trolling Or he's nine (laughs) And doesn't remember Max Payne coming out. Yeah, yeah.
0: I really enjoyed Max Payne 3. Max Payne in his Hawaiian mm. shirt, and he was just over the whole thing. Mm. Being a gun for hire. I actually had some fun with that game.
1: Yeah, no, I. I Max Payne 3, yeah, I got about halfway through that one. A lot of drinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> drinking and pills. Yeah. I finished it. Oh, okay. I just played it in a state of dread, like he's a bodyguard for these rich people who don't care, and I'm just thinking, this is just going to, like, this is not a game where he just does his job and goes home. No, no, (laughs) no, something something is going to go wrong. Yeah, yeah. So, I chose Quantum Break Next, which was Remedy's new kind of, like, transmedia game for the Xbox One. Yeah, yeah. Um, And they released it on Steam, funnily enough. I guess the Windows Store sort of wasn't around then.
0: Yeah, and luckily, because apparently the Windows Store is shut.
1: Yeah, (laughs) well... That's that's the way those things go.
0: I've still been meaning to buy, um, uh, what's the racing Forza Horizon 3. Forza. Forza, Mm. but um, just haven't got around to doing it. And that's going to be my first test of the um, cross-play and my experience with Windows Store. I'm just kind of putting it off, waiting for it to go on sale.
1: Anyway, quantum break. Yeah, Yeah. so we've got a positive review from Locke with 3.5 hours. Um, You may have to bring your beeper out for this one. Oh, why to, is it, um, has, has To it, censor, censor me. There's a bit of salty language has in it, here. Hasn't it got the bad swears? It's got the bad swears. All right. Right. For over a decade, I've wondered how Max Payne was able to use bullet time, but now it finally all makes sense. He used the power of quadruple mercury, kaplingi, alpha, flipper, c- <laughs> super awesome science, physics, and friendship. So help Iceman and Charlie from Lost defeat Littlefinger in this highly realistic motion blur heavy graphic novel game filled with fun 30 minute long cutscenes featuring that black guy from Fringe and a lot of other people you've seen somewhere else. I don't even understand what he said. <laughs> I um, think he. I think it was a positive review. Yeah, no, well, it apparently was a positive yeah. review. Yeah. Apparently, there's actors in this thing from other things. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. The thing that I that I got. Uh, so, super quick negative review from Lord Cooler. 2.8 hours, and he just says, "I can't change the resolution. Help me, please. It's stuck at 1280 by 720, and I have a GTX 1070. What the fuck is going on? What the fuck's going on? Is that you've got like 300 frames a second, son? <laughs> 1280 by 720. That would have been a good resolution back when Quake came. Yeah, out.
0: yeah. It would have been a good resolution back when um, Max Payne was out too.
1: Hmm. Or any Although this early... was this was quantum Break. Yeah, I know, but I was just
0: saying but we were talking about Max Payne before. That was the earliest game that was on this list, I think.
1: Well, you definitely I remember Remedy took ages to get Max Payne out. It just seemed to be coming forever. Yeah, yeah. So much so that they had their engine in one of those three D Mark demos well before the game came out. Oh
0: wow, okay. Mm. Does anyone use three D Mark anymore? It's been a very well, long time since probably. I've marked any 3D skills of my computer
1: they probably do there's like people that do competitive cpu and graphics card over overclocking and i think they would use 3d mark or something like that
0: is it kind of like one of those car shows where it's people trying to get the loudest car stereo is it kind of like to get that. a computer with the highest 3d marks
1: i've seen videos where people are like live pouring liquid nitrogen on top of the cpu while it's running that's cool
0: i, could, I, mm. I think that's awesome yeah well, it's it's kind, not of, as,
1: kind of scary in a way.
0: Not as fun as, you know, the people who fill their cars with 20 subwoofers and uh, attempt to pop windows out of the cars, mm. but just because of the pressure. Yeah. Although, yeah. you know, to be fair, liquid nitrogen
1: is pretty cool as well. Yeah, there's also the people that just dunk their whole computer in like a, a fish tank full of mineral oil and mm. cool it that way as yeah, well. Yeah. yeah, people still do the odd 3D mark, I think.
0: Okay, fair enough. Maybe I should 3D mark my PC and see how many or how few I get.
1: All right. Well, I... I'm definitely getting few. I need a new CPU.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, but you're getting the NBN soon-ish. Mm. So, you know, you'll be able to get some hot upload action. Yeah. Midnight Games Club maybe will come maybe back maybe maybe actually HD. get yeah, well, HD. hd Midnight Games
1: Club was, was offline because I was sick and still recovering last week. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. We're going to bring it
0: back. Um, mm. Friday Night Fights was off because I wasn't even in the state. Yes. Uh, unless you wanted uh, me to be on the plane uh, streaming with my phone pointed at the screen and then probably yeah. have um, pilots yelling at me for doing that. Yeah,
1: we, we are live streaming Dave getting beat down by air marshals. Yeah. And
0: freaking out because the plane's going to crash. All mm. right. Releases of the week. What do we got?
1: Mm. Vanquish for the PC. Three days time. Awesome. That's my releases for the week.
0: And PlayStation 4. Anthony's got a PlayStation 4 finally. So as far as you know, that's just been released.
1: Yes. That's new and, and e- exciting.
0: Yeah, yeah. Whole um. new world just opened up for you.
1: Yeah, I'm not really seeing anything else on PC that um, that is going to set the world on fire just no. yet.
0: Injustice 2 came out last Injustice week. Injustice 2, of course. Yes, on the uh, 19th of May. Mm. Uh, all right, well, I think that's it. What have we got coming up on the site, apart from this podcast, whenever we get this out, because we're a day late. Yeah,
1: so, well, it's probably going to be more of a case of what just happened on the site, because I dare say that- um, You'll take a couple of days to edit this, which means we'll probably front load this week with all of our videos, and yeah, we yeah. have the podcast later in the week. Yeah. So, if you want to go back, we did the Turing Test on Monday. Mm. Um, the glorious kingdom of Space Canada.
0: Space Canada is. Uh, would you say that's better or worse than the real Canada?
1: Oh, I would say it's about the same. Okay. Like, there's the, a the weird thing in that video is that I just see the flag and I go, "Dude, that looks like the Canadian flag." Is this Space Canada? And then I find like a log on a PC, and it's totally Space Canada. <laughs>
0: Do they have Space m- Moose and uh, Space Mounties?
1: No, they have robots, but um, robot moose. But they're not very moose-like. This is a thing where, like, um, they show the robot looking at you and they show the aperture opening and closing. Oh, like, right, yeah. Because yeah, they're, cause they're trying to that. give the robots human qualities, but yeah. an aperture opening and closing would just let less or more light in. Yeah, it
0: just, it, it'd just blind them for a second and then they would mm. come back. and go, well, that was dumb. Yes. I shouldn't probably do that again.
1: And then I started on a whole tangent of why are there fans just sitting on on the floor like mm. that you would use to move sort of like air around in an industrial environment. Yeah, it's yeah. like this ship obviously has climate control. Why do we have fans? Because uh,
0: the ship didn't look industrial enough. So, so it's just someone mm. get some fans, just lay them around, make it look more industrial. It's all good.
1: So, yes. We also have a first contact for uh, Kingdom New Lands, which was in the Humble Bundle, which is a... Sort of a, a game where you throw coins at people and they come and work for you and build a little kingdom for you. Yeah, cool. You find the coins on the ground and sometimes you take them from other people. Do you find the people on the ground too? Sometimes. Mm. And then there then there's a boat that takes a lot of coins to fix. Okay. Sounds so it's um like Mario, but if Mario
0: had to deal with the real world, so he was just collecting coins yeah, and yep.
1: If Mario was on a horse and could not get off, that's
0: the the game. Well, he kind of rides Yoshi around a a lot, so,
1: Mm. you know. Imagine that he could not actually ever leave Yoshi. He had to stay mounted on Yoshi at all times. It'd be like um,
0: half Dinosaur, half Mario Centaur, a weird
1: Nintendo Mm. Centaur type arrangement. And if his crown falls off, he loses the game. Oh, get some tape. Get some tape on that Describing things out of context is fantastic. Yeah, Absolutely.
0: All right. What's going to do? We're going to get out of here. If you've got yep. any questions or comments, if you want to email us in, please email in to semicast at semi Anthony will answer all of your questions about anything. about Personally. Um, maybe about you know, The Witcher, anything you want to know about The Witcher. Anthony's The Witcher mm-hmm. expert. Uh, yep. I think uh, a while ago we decided that Anthony was also the anime expert, so if you've got any anime questions, Anthony's willing to answer them. If you've got any questions about anime, you can tweet them to us at SemiInformatic and Anthony will answer them the best he can. Mm. Um, I will probably try to answer them as worst as I can so you stop tweeting them to us. Uh, You can subscribe to the show on iTunes where you can also find past episodes. And while you're at it, we'd love it if you could rate us and just tell us what you like about the show. Or if you don't like about the show, maybe write that as well. Um, But, you know, mainly what you love about it. You can also find semicast show archives at semiinformatic.com as well as where we put all of our other videos about homeless people you can get to work with you by paying them coins. Mm. Thank you very much for listening. My name's David Shack. I've been here with Anthony Murphy, uh, and just remember that we love what you love doing what you love. Catch you next week. See you later.
1: See you later.